Welcome to Zephyr Yoga Inspiration. I offer these podcasts for free, and your support really does make a difference and is appreciated. To make a donation, please click the link in the episode description or visit ZephyrYoga.com. As most of you know that we're in this series of working with the laws of nature, the elements. So the earth element, water, fire, wind, and space. And yogis really did a deep dive into exploring these elements to attain greater health, power, self-knowledge, knowledge of the world around them. But this wisdom that is within these elements and bespoking practices to cultivate this deep contentment within, a fulfillment of their life purpose and liberation, ultimately to create harmony and balance within the inner ecosystem and the outer ecosystem. So last week we worked with a theme of the earth element, which we then went in and transversed in our inner landscape, trying to explore the earth quality of our body in the form of our bones, our muscles, our tissues, our organs, and utilized our practice to feel stronger, more stable, and calmer as a result of practice. This week, we're working with the water element in Sanskrit. It's Jal, J-A-L. Now, this water element is essential to life as we are 70% water, and it is reported that the Earth's surface is covered by 71% water. So there is this kind of macro and micro, the external and the internal experience mirroring each other. So this inner ecosystem, our fluidity in the form of our saliva, our digestive fluids, our blood, lymph, synovial, our sexual fluids, even our sweat and our tears are an expression of this water in our inner ecosystem. And water is what sustains all life. It is that principle of cohesion in relationship to the earth element. It is that expression of that gateway, of that flow of movement um, that we can experience in our embodiment and outside us. So this water element is very important, not just on the kind of physicality of our experience, but on the subtle body as well, because this water element also expresses itself as that dynamic movement of our thoughts, our emotions, and that outward expression of our experience. And in, in the subtle body, the abode of the water element is said to be in the second chakra, Svadhisthana. And this is where we connect to that deep desire, our longing, our intentions, these seeds of creativity that we plant within that metaphoric womb, but that way in which we connect to pleasure, gratification, that that sensuality, that sexuality, and even the home of that emotional flow to express ourselves. So emotions are said to actually be drawn in here, um, spurred on by that deep desire 
Um, whether it's negative emotions or positive emotions or neutral emotions, emotions are said to come from um, the second chakra and our flow of those emotions are maintained there. So that water element is essential as that metaphoric womb, we plant that deep desire, that seed of intention. We water it, we water it and it may grow roots deep within the earth nurtured by the right flow of water and then sensing light it grows upwards and as it starts to bloom from within it bears fruit in which we can benefit from and others can benefit from so when we practice coming to practice with an intention is key you know we do create a lot of heat in practice and this, this transformative heat we call tapas is that which we can kind of help purify, dissolve, and create that right heat in relationship to the water element so we flow freely. Um, you know, when we come to practice, sometimes we feel very tamasic and it's almost like the water element has been frozen. It is frozen in that way in which we're like a block of ice. There is that holding pattern, that numbing out, or even you can see it as like a dam, like a river, and there's a man-made dam that prevents that flow from um, going. So there is this kind of damming up or blocking, and, and that is an old coping skill. It is a method that kept us safe in the past, but actually, as we mature and gain greater knowledge about what it's like to navigate this thing called the human experience, we start to see that by freezing out the negativity or what we fear, we also freeze our ability to experience and feel love, pleasure, and even the worldly joys. So this way of looking at what we are holding on to, what we are numbing or disassociating from, is key to forming an intention of actually creating more harmony and balance. But you might have woken up to a very rajasic experience where you feel like you want to jump out of your skin and run away. You feel out of control. You feel overwhelmed. You feel like you're a whitewater rapid river and you're just kind of rolling over these massive rocks and you're just turbulent and raging and unmanageable. And that might be an expression of kind of what you woke up with. So our practice becomes this very cathartic method in, in a way in which we can unthaw, calm, the waters and actually find a healthier flow in managing the twists and turns in our life. So life is always demanding us to adapt to it. You know, the, you wake up and your child's sick and you have to change your plans. You go to work and there's a new demand on you that you weren't expecting and you have to change your plans. All of a sudden you have um, a lovely dinner date and all of a sudden they call up and cancel on you or you get injured, you get sick. Like every day that you, life is demanding you to adapt to the change of it. It's part of life. Uh, but water will always find its way if you let it. So this teaching of starting to be more like water, that we practice working with this ability to be more adaptive to our life-changing experiences, that we work with moving forward into our lives, moving towards our lives, 
being able to have more mental, emotional clarity and sensing the teachings of how we can work with this water element to go around, under, over, and eventually through the certain obstacles. But finding that sense of ease to that flow. And how do we stay buoyant when life feels like we're in a storm? How do we allow that support to carry us as we float forward and let go and trust in that creative rhythm of that movement guiding us in our lives. So this water element in a symbolic way represents a lot within finding um, that natural way in which we act like water and find a new route. So a few little things with working with this water element. As I said last in our last session working with the, the earth element, our hasta mudra, hand mudra, hasta is hand, the tips of the fingers represent the five elements, your thumb being fire, the index finger being wind, middle being space, ring finger being earth, and little finger being water. We bond and create this connection of fire and water by taking your thumb to the little finger. So as you place your thumb to the little finger on both hands, just creating that circuit. And this is called Jala Mudra. So Jala or Jal is the water element. Jala Mudra is this water element in your hand. And what you're trying to do is create this circuit the circuit of this nadis, nadis are these energy lines or these streams of pranic flow that enter the main river, the Shashumna Nadi, that then connects you to the ocean of source of prana. So this circuit is really to open to this creative, intuitive communication of how this flow of information moves down these many, many rivers and streams, but that connection to um, optimizing this pranic movement that has a healing capacity, it inspires and transforms through its presence, that that information that is flowing is optimizing not only your physical health, your energetic health, but your mental emotional health. And this layering of this earth element is connected to your sense of taste. So when you create this hand mudra, resting your attention in your svadhisthana, your second chakra, focusing on your desire, your intention, notice the sense of taste, that sweet nectar of life, that water, as you swallow, and almost like as you swallow, you're nourishing that seed within you and helping through practice it grow roots and then cultivating that heat and light for it to grow and then that opening to that practice for it to actually blossom within you and manifest. So the, the Bija mantra for water element, which will create this vibration and this resonance to create this connection to this water element is Vam, V-A-M. Vam, vam, vam. Bija means seed. Mantra is that which protects the mind, that which inspires, enlightens, awakens the mind, focusing the mind on 
it said subject. So this is water element, vum. And it's like a mallet hitting the skin of a um, drum. Vum, vum, vum. And it creates this ripple, creating this connection to that water element. Now, we're going to use the three bandhas to actually contain and regulate the flow. So Jala Dara Bandha, Jala, Jal, water element, Jala with the mudra, water. So Jala Dara Bandha means throat stream lock. So when we bow our chin and lift our chest, we inhale, flow that breath in, like a wave rushing in and filling the body, and as you exhale, your pelvic floor and breathing diaphragm mirror each other. They ascend, you open the throat lock and allow that energy to release. As you inhale, you bow the chin, the pelvic floor and breathing diaphragm descend, filling the body. And it's like a lid on your container, you fill. And as you exhale, Uddiyana Mulabandha engages, through throat lock releases. So we're gonna work with this pattern in which you connect to the ocean of source, drawing that, that wave in to the river, the Shashumna, and noticing on the exhale, not only are you releasing that which doesn't serve you into the ocean of source, which can dissolve the stuff that you don't need any longer, but notice the positive benefit as you inhale and as you exhale, you'll feel that distribution, that circulation throughout the many streams within the body, and you'll feel more sensitivity throughout. So this is a very layered experience, which we call Tantra, to be able to create a, a whole, um, more holistic practice in which we, our intention is that we create harmony, balance, and equanimity in our inner ecosystem, harmonizing that water element within us. If you would like to continue to practice, find out more information about the topics discussed, or to donate to this podcast, please visit ZephyrYoga.com or follow the link in the episode description. I thank you.